Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Oilers will be trying to snap a four-game losing streak. My name is Reed Wilkins. Our inside the game analyst Rob Brown is here. Good to see you, Rob. Good to be here. And I'm also pleased to be joined by the uh, gentleman who is the 12th winningest goaltender in Oilers history. That's straight <laughs> off the Nate Continuing Education leaderboard, leading the way with short-term career programs, professional development, and personal enrichment. Find success your way at nate.ca/conet. I thought you'd be higher, Ron Low. Reed, that's not even fair that you said that because they bought in Fuhrer after the first year, and I'm games could I play? Come on. <laughs> they drafted him and that was and that was your You tutored your, him. You tutored him too yeah. well. That was pretty much the end of it. I know uh, Barry Fraser's just like you guys. I know Grant's coming on right after I leave. You guys are just like Fraser. Well you so, were supposed to oh, take it over. You were supposed to be on for an hour and then we heard Grant was here so we <laughs> yeah. got you for six yeah. minutes and then you're yeah. done. That's it Ron thanks for dropping by. <laughs> <laughs> well what, 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 he, I mean, he's here. He's, there's, they've made a movie about him. Yeah. What, what do you remember about a young Grant Fuhr? Uh, the day I saw him, I said, I guess my days are numbered. Like you could tell the athleticism. The- Actually, Fierzy and I were roommates our first uh, year, and I wish he would have taught me everything he knew about goaltending that I knew about the NHL because I think I taught him some things, but I wish I could have learned how to play goal like him, but that wasn't happening. It was kind of the old dog and not new tricks anymore. <laughs> so so when, when you see a, a young goalie come in and you know that he is the future, how does it affect you? Is there, are you, are you the, the ultimate team guy? I'm going to take him under my wing? Or are you, is there a little bit, oh, damn. I mean, <laughs> this is spelling a sooner end for me. What, what goes through your mind? You know what, Brownie? Uh, realistically, you look at it and whether you're going to be a friend of the kid or not, Depends kind of on the kid. Mm-hmm. How, uh, what kind of a personality does he have, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the first day I saw him in practice, his work ethic was as good as mine, if not better. Uh, which is, if you ask anybody, that's hard. Mm-hmm. And as far as a friend, we're still friends. And to me, he is one of the, one of the best kids, young kids, to hang around with. I mean, they had a group of them that were just scary, but... He was uh, very low-key, and what a great goalie. You went on to coach. Do you think your experience as a goaltender changed your approach as a coach at all or gave you any unique insights into handling goaltenders or once you were behind the bench, was the perspective, was that playing perspective lost a little bit? Uh... No, I don't think so. I think that uh, being a goaltender and a coach and having goaltenders, uh, you understand the nuances, I think. Uh, one of the best examples is Curtis Joseph. Uh, I just, I love the kid. Uh, he could have been my son. And we had a great, uh, just an absolutely great camaraderie besides being my my player i mean i love 
I, I might sound really weird, but I like a lot of goaltenders. <laughs> a lot of guys think they're weird, but I think they're great, great well, people. Well, you're kind of weird, so it yeah, all fits. Yeah, it's all good. I know about it. So as, as a coach and a former goaltender, then do you, when you're dealing with goaltenders, like I played for Mike Keenan, and Mike Keenan, if you had a, a bad warm-up, the goalie's pulled. If, if, if a puck almost went in, the goalie's pulled. Would you have, would you have been a different coach towards goaltending? Had, because you played the position, had a coach who's never been in that position. Uh, you know what? Uh, goaltending is a funny thing. Uh, I always gave a long leash. I didn't want to pull anybody before his time, but if you saw him struggling, it's you got to do it. And sometimes there's sometimes you just do it to to give the kid a break. But if you see some nights there is a struggle going on where you know. He's not going to stop anything. You got to do it. I've done it after three shots with Tommy Sala one night. I mean, you just know two went in and they were both awful. <laughs> and you go, I'm going to give him a break and our team one tonight. We're getting them out of here. Right. So, yeah. Now, were there a lot of breaks for you playing behind the Washington Capitals defense in the mid-70s? <laughs> I don't know what the high, they, you know, now they track high, high danger chances against. <laughs> you might have faced a few. Uh, you know... Everybody talks about that, and I think we won eight eight games the first year I was there, which is, you want to stretch that out over 72 games, or, I mean, it was a long year, but you know what? We were, we were having a ball because we were in the NHL, and a lot of us weren't in the NHL prior to right. that, so, no, you have to look at it realistically. Uh, were we a great team? We were awful. Uh, there's never been one. There's never been one that's even been closed since. But we're in the NHL, and hey, I learned a lot of stuff there. I learned, I learned some perseverance lessons and uh, a few other things. I don't think I ever had a beer in my life until I got there, and uh, yeah, that started me. <laughs> Three stints in Betty Ford later. <laughs> yeah. So, what's more stressful? being a goaltender in the National Hockey League or being a coach in the National Hockey League? Uh, damn near the same. Yeah? Yeah. Except when you're coaching, the stress level's a little different because you have 24 people to look after. And I think Hit said it once that uh, you spend 90% of your time with the 5% that's marginal. And I always looked at it as kind of the different. There is no marginal. Like, if you better have all 24 on board mm -hmm. at all times or else you're in deep trouble. I understand his where he's coming from, but you can't let anybody get, you can't let anybody slide away from you or else you get all kinds of problems on your hockey club. The Oilers come in here tonight, Ron, having lost four in a row. Obviously, really tough one against the Avalanche. Um, w when you coached, w whether it was here or, or in New York, or if you want to talk about a time where you were or an assistant, w when you went through a, uh, a slump, were there any players you remember being really solidifying forces? And maybe as a coach, you thought, okay, i got to show leadership here too, but I know this guy or this guy is going to tug the group in the right direction too. You know, it's really a funny thing, and I, I'm... I I had uh, Billy Ranford would pull you out of a slump. He'd be terrible. Your team would be playing terrible, and all of a sudden he steals you a game. Curtis Joseph was exactly the same. 
And I think in the end, the, the goaltender is the guy that 95% of the time is going to pull you out. He's going to have one of those games. And like you guys, you know, we can look and, and talk at all about uh, the way the Oilers played the other night against the Avalanche. And I'm looking at their travel schedule over the last seven and a half weeks. And I'm going, I'm surprised they can even stand up. I mean, they've had an awful travel schedule. Now, I hate excuses, mm-hmm. and I'm not laying any out there. But when you play the way they played in that game, they were they were outskated in the game. Like, they, they were not first to hardly any pucks in the game. <coughs> and that's not that was not Euler like through the eight, four, and one games. So is there a problem right now? Probably they're really tired, and tonight's a bounce-back night, or else then we go another direction. Well, the right. one thing they, they got tonight, and, and you can go on this one too, there are certain teams that you play against where there's just a different feeling in the arena, different feeling in the dressing room, driving to the game, you feel different. For me, Montreal is one of those. It, it, it just It's something special when you play the Montreal Canadiens. Now, for me, that's a great way to get out of a slump, or a great way to get out of a, a downslide, because you're automatically the emotions there the intensity so do you feel that and also when you played was there a team that there was just it was a different feeling coming to the rink knowing you were playing that team well with us it was it was always Montreal I mean because they had Lafleur and they had Savard and they I mean look at their hockey clubs man they were they were almost as good as the Oilers not quite but almost as good because everybody says the Oilers have the team of the century and I absolutely totally agree with them but yeah, the Canadians were always one. And uh, I guess for me, Toronto, because I was drafted by them. Right. I played my first uh, season there with them. And I always wanted to try and beat them. I mean, that was my thing. And then in this building, when you play Toronto and Montreal, when you get the go abs go, going in your own building it kind of drives you nuts as a goalie and as a coach so yeah no you you want to beat them for damn sure you do Ron Lowe joining us here on the City Ford Face-Off Show. We're live in Studio 99. Canadians and Oilers are uh, coming up at 7 o'clock. For, for, you, for you as a coach how did you how did you approach a team during a, a, a tough a, a tough slide? Did you did you try to hammer it down and, and reinforce every single bullet point, or is it maybe better to just back off and loosen it up a little bit? Well, there'd be there'd be times when you'd be hammer for sure. Uh, if if I would look at things and think there was no excuse for the game that just happened, there would be there would definitely be hammer, but. There's other times when you look and you say, man, we were just tired. We were just beat. Or the goaltender stood on his head. Then those nights, you sit there and you the next day you go about practice like the game the night before didn't exist. Because probably in the minds of everybody in the room, they think they played as good as they could have played in the game. So let's leave it there. But there were there are times when you've... Honest to Christ, you got to bark and then probably whip too. I mean, there are some times, and that's just part of the game. But it's it's all what you think, and I think you have to you have to be really careful with uh, the whip. I think you can only bark so often. Hey, man, and uh, I know that because my dog does it, and I put a collar on him. 
<laughs> Ron, uh, we're, we, we are going to sub you out for Grant Fewer, but I'm going to put you to you work guys are that. Brutal. You I'm guys gonna, are brutal. I'm going to put you to work. You're our celebrity recommendor. I know you've, you've been longing to do this. It's our first goal of the game contest. So a 630 Ched listener can try to win a $50 gift certificate to direct workwear where you can always score a great deal. They don't have to take your advice, but we want you to give it. Who scores the Oilers' first goal tonight? And yes, I'm writing it down, Ron. <laughs> God, it's hard to go against 97, isn't it? He's been scoring a lot of first goals. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. Don't yeah, tell he's, anyone. He's pretty he's, good. He's a popular pick, Ron, no, believe it or not. Yeah, I can't imagine why. <laughs> hey, it's great. Oh, let people know what you're up to these days. Uh, just kind of hanging out. I was doing some work with the uh, Oilers in an ambassador um, role. It was a lot of fun. Had a riot doing it. And uh, right now I'm kind of retired and probably heading to Arizona if the snow keeps up. Are you uh, hockey for the homeless? We got that going again next Absolutely, year? Absolutely, 100%. Nice. It's going on. Um, bigger and better than last year. It's been and, great every year. And last year was a was a really good year. We tripled up on the year before. So I think we got things in, in place for that. Uh, it's a great cause. And uh, you know, Brownie. It's a fun day. It's a, it's an incredibly fun day. If anyone wants to come out and play with us, please join us. We raise a lot of money and we have a lot of fun. Ron, thanks for dropping by. We'll do this again. Love having you. Thanks a lot. That is Ron fun. Lowe. We're in Studio 99.